This is Rosen Institute's Your Law Firm, covering management, marketing, finance, and new technologies for growing your law firm. Here's Lee Rosen. It's good to be with you today from Bangkok, Thailand, where it's hot and the air is kind of smoggy. I went to the dentist today, though, so while the air may be dirty, my teeth are nice and clean. That's probably more information than you needed, but I wanted you to know. It's time for your tech tip. As folks get back to traveling, it's time for a travel tech tip. I'm a big fan of a product called TripIt, and I use it for tracking my travel. I've tried a number of their competitors, but I have consistently come back to TripIt. I like it. It works. Here's what it'll do for you. First, it's a repository for your itinerary. It keeps up with your flights, your hotel, your car rental, your dinner reservations, your show tickets. You can put everything about your trip in the system. All of it is recorded in TripIt, and you can even save any documents or PDFs or photographs that you need. It all goes right there in your itinerary so that you have everything in one place. Now, you can load all of that into TripIt either by giving TripIt access to your email, and it'll identify the emails and pull them into their system, or you can forward the tickets and the bookings all to TripIt using a special email address. Either way, it simply works. The system parses out the information from the bookings and the reservations, and it presents it all in a beautiful itinerary so you know what's next when you're traveling. They make that itinerary available on the web or in an iPhone or an Android app, or they have apps for Mac and Windows. You're going to be able to access your travel plan any way you like. Well, then the magic happens. TripIt watches your plane seats and it alerts you if there are better seats. It tracks your fare and alerts you if there's a better price. It lets you know if there are changes to your flights. It alerts you to check-in time. It helps you to find a different flight if you bump into delays or cancellations. It often alerts me to issues before I get an email or a text message from the airline. I get advance notice because of TripIt. And incredibly, it'll even tell you when it's time to leave your home or your office for the airport based on the traffic for your route and the security wait times at the airport. It's like having a personal assistant for your travel day. When you get to the airport, it'll tell you which gate to go to and it'll give you updates if anything about your flight changes. It'll even tell you which gate to go to when you land at a connecting airport. And then when you arrive at your final destination, it'll direct you to the right baggage claim spot. But wait, as they say, there's more. It'll track your award points for hotels and airlines and credit cards. It'll keep your staff or your family in the loop by sharing your travel plans with them. It has all kinds of helpful information for international travel like tipping advice, that sort of thing. And it has all of the latest COVID information, which comes in handy right now. I pay for the pro plan. It's $49 a year. It is totally worth the investment. That's your tech tip. And now for your moment of concise advice. Entrepreneur versus law firm owner. There's a difference. It's mostly a mindset difference, at least on the average day, but it makes a pretty big difference. So let's talk about the entrepreneur versus the law firm owner. Now let's call these two folks Ernie, the entrepreneur, and Laura, 
the lawyer. They're both good people. They're both capable of doing excellent work for clients. They're both going to be very successful. And on many of their days, they do very similar work. But ultimately, Ernie, the entrepreneur, is going to leave the law firm. And Laura, the lawyer, she's going to stick around for a very long time. Ernie is building a business. That's what he's all about. He's taking raw material, humans and ideas and information and hopefully some money and some tangible goods and turning them into a business. Ernie is likely playing a central role in the creation of that business, but his product, the thing that he is building to sell, it's the business. That's what he's building. The fact that the business that he's building happens to sell legal services, that's just another fact. He's taking some thinking and some money and some things, and he's adding value to it with the intention of walking away from it by selling it for a profit. He's about building the value of the thing that he's building, the business, and then selling it. His goal is to build an entity and then sell it off. That's what he's all about. Now, Laura, she's about building something that matters, something that can support her and her family. She wants to build a law firm that serves people. She wants to work in it to be part of it, to get fulfillment from it. She's always wanted to be a lawyer, and she's wanted to have her own law firm. She wants to play a vital role in what the business does from day to day. Yes, one day she might sell it, probably to an employee, but that day is far off into the future. She thinks about what she wants out of life, and this business is a big part of giving her what she wants and need. Ernie's product it's the business. That's what he's building. The business happens to sell legal services. Laura's product, that's legal services. That's what she's all about selling. Laura is building a business for herself to run. Yes, she'd like some help with operations and management and managing associates, but she plans to be the leader of this business for a long time. Ernie, he wants to bring in leadership. He'd like to see a CEO and a COO and a CFO providing the leadership. Ernie wants to take his value out of the business now in the form of dividends, at least for a while if the law firm is profitable, but he's more concerned, far more concerned about increasing the value of the business so that he can sell it at a profit. He doesn't want to be saddled with leadership or management responsibilities because that would impede the sale. He doesn't want to be tied into the business with an earn out. He wants to leave. He wants a cash sale. One of these folks is building a business to run themselves and the other is building a business for others to run so that he can go build other businesses. Ernie is in the business of building businesses. Both Ernie and Laura, they both have valid objectives. They're just different people doing different things. So when it comes time to handle payroll, just to pick a small example, Ernie, he won't touch it. He hands it off to the bookkeeper. Laura keeps that responsibility for herself. It's only a few minutes every other week. It's no big deal, she thinks. But Ernie, he plans to sell. He already knows that he can't afford to hold on to anything, so he hands it off with ease. When it comes time to build a website, Laura wants to talk with the designer. Ernie thinks... That's why I hired someone to handle the operations or the marketing. They'd better get a good website or they're going to be replaced. What about legal services? Well, Laura wants in. Ernie wants to outsource it. 
You get the idea. They have very different perspectives on this law firm, on this business. In some businesses, not in many law firms, however, there is capital. There may be substantial capital. The business has cash for starting up and getting going. If that were the case for Ernie's law firm and Laura's law firm, then they would have days that looked very different from each other. If they had cash to finance the startup, they'd each be focused on different parts of the business. But the reality is that most law firms start off cash poor. We're under cash. Capitalized. So, in the early stages of an undercapitalized law firm, it all gets a little murky when you look at what Laura and Ernie are doing on a typical day. They don't look all that different, but their thinking is completely different. Laura is enjoying much of it, and she's trying to hand off the things that she doesn't really like or prefer to do. She wants to keep the work that she enjoys. Ernie, he's trying to hand it all off. They come to their day thinking differently. One is selling legal services. The other is selling a business. The differences between Ernie and Laura, they're subtle, but they matter. Their paths diverge as the growth comes. They each make different decisions about where to place their focus and how to spend their days as time goes by. Now, there is no right path or wrong path here. There are only different paths. There are different choices. There's value to you knowing which path you're on. That's why I put so much emphasis on vision. You've got to know where you're going if you're ever going to get there. So go ahead and be Ernie or be Laura. But it's important to know who you are and what part you're playing in your business because that knowledge governs how you use your time. That's your moment of concise advice. Wrapping up from Bangkok, thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. I hope you have a great weekend and an even better week next week. Keep plugging away, moving forward, getting things done. You're on the right track. You'll get there, I promise. We're all in this together, and together we build better practices through better marketing, better management, and better technology. Until next time, I'm Lee Rosen. Thanks for listening to Your Law Firm. Visit rosensrules.com for our free course on the 10 critical rules all successful law firms follow.